I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. As the competition between automakers continues to ramp up, at least we hope, as they try to push to deliver an electric vehicle that can truly compete in this marketplace that has the technology and the efficiency and the features that consumers want, as well as hits a really good price point, we are wondering about how much automakers are putting into consideration research and development and money for the batteries within arguably the most important part of electric vehicles. While the lithium-ion batteries that are we, we know about remain the most popular by far and the most utilized by far in this market, LFP batteries are trying to edge their way in. LFP also means lithium-iron phosphate batteries. Welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'd like to bring you a topic today that makes me, your host Francie, feel smart. And that is one about smart cars, specifically the smart hashtag one pro. And I did read online that that is how you're supposed to say it, not number one but hashtag one. What do you think about that? So this car was announced by Smart to be an LFP-powered option for the market. Unfortunately, not the U.S. market quite yet. We're talking about the official release in Germany. And if you want a bit more about battery chemistries, we do have an episode 163 on the Out of Spec podcast that talks about a different kind of battery, the solid-state batteries, which an automaker, Neo, is dipping their toes in, as well as other automakers. They're putting into research and development into different kinds of batteries that, at this point, are not able to be largely scaled, especially in terms of the solid state battery options. But Neo is an interesting automaker in general. So you might be interested if you're interested in battery chemistries and how automakers are doing it to check out that episode. Just a side note. If you look at what the typical market of EVs on the road look like in the US versus the UK or in Germany, you probably would assume or see that there's a pretty consistent difference in size. I think smaller cars could be great in the US, leave more room for other things, make parking less of a nightmare, make cities feel a little bit less con condensed and, and dense. But, you know, 
people like their big old trucks and their SUVs on the sidewalk, and I can't really stop them, but to each their own, of course. It also depends on infrastructure, the roads, what parking is like, density of cities, and more. But I do wish that more automakers would push for smaller options in the U.S. and kind of get over the idea that everyone in the U.S. wants a big F-150. But that's just my two cents. So this EV, though it does come from smart and certainly is compact, it is actually a four-door option coming onto the market. It's more similar in size than the little golf car smarts that you probably saw you know, a couple decades ago to more more closely to the Hyundai Kona Electric, the Kia Nero, and the BYD Addo 3, for instance. So Smart, if you don't know, a bit of background on this company. It's an automaker out of Europe who really got their start making smart cars about three decades ago. And I remember growing up and seeing these on the road and one wondering, where on earth do you like, where's the trunk? It's just two seats. But also that they were cool. They looked like they would just zip around and be like a mini car. And one thing that my parents did burn into my memory was that if you got in an accident with one of those, you would probably be smushed. But on the other hand, finding parking in a busy city seemed like it would be a piece of cake. So the Smart Automobile Company Limited is a 50-50 joint venture between Mercedes-Benz AG and Zhejiang Geely Holding Group established in 2019. So the Smart Europe GmbH is a wholly owned subsidiary of Smart Automobile Limit Company Limited and has an established or has an established purpose to supply, sell, and service future smart vehicles in the European market. And I say that because Smart has undergone operational leadership ownership changes in its history. And I think that's just interesting to note because how did they go from smart cars? to this certain brand of electric cars. It kind of makes sense. They were smart cars. They were already moving in that direction. It's aligned, but how are they going to really try to compete in this space? So from information I had taken from an article uh, by Mark Kane, actually from EV Inside, and I'll share that here, uh, we can see a little bit more background of this company. So as Mark wrote in the article from 2020, actually, so this is a while ago, the smart brand, which is a part of Daimler, was struggling over the last few years prior to 2019 and wasn't showing any profits, which forced the German automaker to seek a new solution. The clear objective was develop next generation premium electric smart vehicles and expand from solely subcompact models, those 4.2 and 4.4s, if you are familiar, to the compact segment. So not only going electric, but going a little bit bigger, changing things up. So fast forward far from, uh, to, ahead to today, where I want to talk about the recent official release from Smart Europe GmbH of the Smart Hashtag One Pro. So this was released in Germany, like I said, and there's a couple points about this EV and its affordability and its battery chemistry that I want to go over. So this EV is manufactured in China, as you might guess, due to the fact that it is part of a joint joint venture based half based out of China. So it has premiered in Germany and then they say France, Spain, Italy and Switzerland will follow as it will gradually be launched into the other European smart markets by spring of 2024. So they're getting on the roads. It is a particularly affordable option, says the company and in the EV market in general, apparently, with a premium design tailored for urban mobility, as written by the company in the official press release. I'll get into the actual MSRP and, you know, we can have a discussion in the comments of what is actually affordable when it comes to a car in an EV. But again, you factor in all the cost savings of not having to buy gas, et cetera, et cetera. So perhaps they have a point. So it's described as an entry-level EV for the everyday 
driver. It's an everyday companion for them, which, you know, it does seem like this compact car, it's something that you could carry around. I know that Fiat advertises themselves a bit as an accessory, you know, something that is just a little companion that you can have around. It has a reported peak power of 200 kilowatts. It has a panoramic halo roof, leather seats, and an atmospheric ambient lighting to name a few features that make it this premium but also accessible model on the road. It is set apart, of course, by its battery. This is an LFP battery. It's 49 kilowatt hours, and it is smaller than the Hashtag One Smart Pro Plus counterpart on this line uh, EV lineup. And it will also cost around 5,000 euros less than the Hashtag One Smart Pro Plus counterpart. So that's about 5,368 US dollars, by the way. So it seems like with this LFP battery, as well as the few differences between the car, they're able to drop at $5,000 or euros, which is a pretty good price drop, I'd say. And if that is only going to get more and more competitive with the technology, that really points like we're moving in the right direction with LFP batteries. But let me know what you think in the comments. So it has a range of about 310 kilometers, which is about 192 miles, which I'd say is pretty great. I mean, it's a compact car. It seems like, you know, it's also in the European countries where typically the road trips as far as we do in the U.S. aren't that far. There's a lot more trains and public infrastructure for traveling around. So it seems like this could really be a great option. It has a reported, um, yeah, the 92 miles and the 310 kilometers, by the way, it's not an EPA estimated range, but it's the Worldwide Harmonized Light Vehicle Test Procedure, which is the counterpart to the EPA estimated range over in Europe. According to SMART, in optimal conditions, the EV can be charged in under 30 minutes with 130 kilowatt DC charging power. So that sounds pretty good too. The EV starts at 37,490 euros in Germany, which is about 40,251 US dollars, which is honestly still a very hefty price. Don't you agree? $40,000 I don't really know where why we're saying that this is affordable exactly. I mean, the interest rates on loans are really high. I guess relative to other premium options, it's affordable. But I think affordability really comes in around twenty to thirty thousand dollars. I don't think you can call a car affordable if it's forty thousand dollars and above. What do you think in the comments? I'm genuinely interested. So it will probably compete along the lines of, like I said, the BYD Auto 3, the Hyundai Kona Electric, and the Kia Niro EV, and maybe the Peugeot E2208. So even with an LFP battery, which is hopefully a way to bring down EV prices, I mean, apparently this 5,000 decrease from the hashtag one smart pro counterpart is part of that as well this ev is still like i said over forty thousand dollars we see prices as low as msrp of twenty six thousand dollars from the kia nero which could be considered a similar alternative option from the smart hashtag one pro but of course we know that the lfp batteries are a new technology they're still advancing and perhaps we will get even better ways to bring that down that price and hopefully with the lithium-ion batteries that will be able to also make the high costs of manufacturing these batteries lower and lower to make the price of EVs go down because this is definitely a big part of what is driving the hefty prices in the EV space. Again, let me know what you think in the comments. Will LFPs run far out ahead or will it just remain with lithium ion batteries to optimize what they're doing because we're already doing it? Or one day, like we're all switching to NACs in the US, will we all be over to LFP batteries or will it be solid state batteries? I know there's a lot more doubt there because solid state batteries are really, really expensive to make and 
thereby really hard to scale. The materials are hard to source, but check out that other episode for me diving into that a bit more. So I hope you learned something new today in the podcast. I hope it sparked a few new thoughts in your mind and maybe that overall you feel a bit smarter. (laughs) I don't know. But thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time on the Out of Spec podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.